0: Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, (laughs) upvote and comment as well. I'm here with our weekly feature with Pratt Rogers. We're talking a little bit of recruiting. How you doing, Pratt? I'm doing great. How are you, Steven? Man, I'm just absolutely fantastic. I don't know if I could be much better. I mean, it, uh,
1: yeah,
0: it's, it's just a pity that everybody isn't like me.
1: <laughs> well, it's a beautiful day here in Memphis too. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, so I'm not complaining either. How about that?
0: All right, let's let's actually let's start with the bad news. There's two decommitments that have happened over the last couple of days. One is Isaiah Autry. He's a kid from around the Tupelo area, and Ole Miss just had trouble getting kids out of that area for whatever reason it is. Isaiah Autry is a cousin of Marcus Dupree, who is an Oklahoma football legend. So, I mean, little that kind of tweaked the scenario that we thought we had once we found that out. everything's like, okay, Oklahoma's involved. Marcus Dupree, his second cousin, is taking him up there. That probably changes the calculus. What do you think?
1: You know, you always hate losing an in-state guy to an out-of-state program um, it, that stings for sure. But like you said, the connections with Dupree being, an uh, Oklahoma athlete and, um, you know, that it's a little bit different. You hate to see somebody like LSU come in and pick your top guys out of the state, but the, the, the ties are, I mean, it's, it's almost, um, existential, maybe the right word of, not a whole lot you can do about it when the guy's kind of mentor is in his ear telling him to go to Oklahoma. I know he was kind of a, I mean, Ole Miss desperately wanted him. Don't get me wrong, but I think also Ole Miss probably had a hard time from kind of my understanding, telling him how, what position he would play. Um, I think that was, he was kind of a tweener size. I think height wise he was fine, but I think he weight wise, he was kind of, oh do we want to put him in left tackle do is, he's not uh, or do we want to put him at guard I mean I think that that kind of played a role in uh what he was um hearing from our coaching staff I'm sure it didn't help but yeah I mean I get this one Stephen Oklahoma I get it um I'm, I'm not too beat up about it it stinks you want to keep all the in-state guys no doubt but um you know, there's other guys that we're chasing, and I think we're a little bit on the on the up and up with.
0: Yeah, and there's another kid that committed just Tuesday. Brady Priestcorn committed to Michigan. John Garcia was on my show this weekend, this past Saturday, where he said, if Priestcorn waits, that is good for Ole Miss. If he commits early, he's going to Michigan, and he went to Michigan. He'd been to Michigan more than any other school. But just because of the link... That probably got Ole Miss into the game a little bit, but it, it was going to always be hard to get a Michigan kid away from Michigan if they want him.
1: Well, you mentioned the link, yeah. Being a uh, being Caden Breescorn's brother got us in the game, but I think that will also keep us in the game. I don't think these are. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is a player that we're going to quit recruiting throughout the cycle just because he commits to Michigan doesn't mean I mean he's good enough that we're going to stay on him for the duration of the 2024 recruiting cycle no doubt um so look I think if anybody's got a good chance it's on this with his brother being on campus like I said it's hard to pull somebody you know a thousand miles away to come to Oxford but you know if 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 your brother's on campus, that at least gives you a fighting chance to the last day of signing period, you know? That's how I look at it.
0: Yeah, and, and and that is the bad news coming into recruiting, if it's even bad news because it is still April, by the way. But let's talk about some good news. Ole Miss is surging with Caleb Odom, the tight end out of Georgia. He is kind of a Chan picked person of DeMond Williams, who is Ole Miss's quarterback commitment. And that seems to be going quite well at the moment. The rumor is Ole Miss is offering, saying, hey, you're going to come here and get to play wide receiver, which I think they mean more of a stand-up tight end like they used Evan Ingram. But what do you think about Caleb?
1: I think Caleb is an exceptional athlete. I think it would be a, a huge win for the Rebs, and I think it would be a near miracle sometimes if we could pull this off. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's six five. 215, 220, something like that. And like you mentioned, he definitely is hearing from our staff about playing receiver. Um, I know that he put on this in his top eight recently on a list that he put out on Twitter. I think that included, like, Georgia, Miami, Colorado, uh, Tennessee, a few others, Penn State maybe, uh, Bama I'm sure. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think we, we're really in the game with him. I know he, he's just an exceptional athlete based off the fact, I think I mentioned on a previous podcast, as a 10th grader, he was like region 6A all first team in basketball too. Um, so, I mean, he's he's, a, he's somebody that almost reminds you of, of a trig or something like that where you sit there and say, gosh, his hyper-athleticism is what gets him on the field. It's not necessarily his work ethic and – you know, his, his mental capacity, it's, hey, he is not a freak athlete and he deserves to be on the field. That's kind of how I'm looking at Caleb Odom. I mean, he's a top 80 recruit in the nation. I mean, the guy's a baller.
0: Yeah, and, and he has a chance to come in and be fairly special. We're, we're developing tight ends, kind of a, a tight end roster of a depth chart that has a chance to be pretty good down the line. And that's not even including Michael Trigg. That is just – clearly based on what's behind him at the moment no
1: doubt and um, you know one uh, no doubt on that and like you mentioned earlier about um, his connection with Damon Williams is a, a current Ole Miss commit is huge for us too and you know I think that there's a lot of uh, bonding going on and symmetry with the Ole Miss recruiting staff and um, I know that LSU kind of offered him to play basketball and football. And I think that was his first um, kind of dual scholarship approach, which I'm sure sticks with him too on that. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm very bullish on this kid. I think this is, this would be incredible. I would be so excited to to land Caleb Odom and um, get him on campus soon.
0: Yeah. And the NFL draft is set to go. And depending on when you're watching this, let's just say tomorrow. Um, if you're watching this on Wednesday. So who do you think is the first off the board? Is it Zach Evans or is it Jonathan Mingo and why?
1: Gosh, if you had asked me a year and a half ago, it would be a no-brainer Zach Evans first-round pick. And I just kind of just from being on Twitter, I just am feeling everybody's saying Zach Evans didn't have a, you know, he didn't participate in all the combine drills and all that. He's been banged up. We all know that. Um I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he slipped to a third, fourth, fifth round, maybe. I mean, like you can't imagine a guy like Zach Evans being that late. But I mean Alvin Kamara slipped people, down to there. I know. And you yeah. sit there and say, How can this happen? But uh weirder things happen and you've been hearing the opposite about Mingo of everybody I mean, I saw uh Uh, Something on Twitter the other day that somebody said he could come out to be a a first-round draft pick. Now, I think that's exceptionally high, but everybody is saying that he's trending up. And believe it or not, a lot of his metrics are very similar to to A.J. Brown. Um, A lot of people have kind of mentioned that of, oh, he can be the next A.J. from Ole Miss, um, like his vertical, stuff like that. And, his, and he even topped out higher than A.J. in, in some of those categories. Look, it's yeah. not all about metrics, but that's a great comparison, you know?
0: Yeah, I just don't think Jonathan Mingo is an A.J. Brown type wide receiver. I do think Jonathan Mingo is a good wide receiver, but I just don't think he's A.J. or D.K. Uh, I, think, I think people see his numbers and they compare him to A.J. and they want to make that correlation – but if you watch the film and actually watch him play the game, other than the Vanderbilt game, which he was absolutely the man in, he didn't really turn up after that. There's a bunch of three or four catch games where you just can't picture any scenario where AJ would do something like that. It's yep. just my opinion.
1: I agree. But that, you know, that bandy game, their scouts sitting there in the Mm -hmm. back of their minds saying, Hey, he can go replicate this in the right offense. So, you know, I think to answer a long way of answering your question, I think Mingo gets drafted first and before Zach Evans. And I think it's probably late second round, um, which I think would be great. And I I commend him for that. What about you?
0: I, I, I think Mingo goes first. Um, but I, I think Mingo, honestly, is, he will be a solid number two. He's the guy that will be a number two wide receiver for 10 years. He's compared to Anquan Bolden on the NFL website. I, I can see a lot in his game to where I think he will hang around and do that for a long, long time in the NFL. I just don't think he's a number one. I don't think he's an A.J. I don't think he's a D.K. I think if you have a number one on your team, you draft Jonathan Mingo because he will be a number two that makes you better, if that makes any sense.
1: No doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm completely agree with that. And I think he's a great team player and uh I think that's saying a lot for number 2 guy in itself too.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um before we get out of here, what is your big off off-season point that you're looking forward to? hopefully some cornerbacks in the portal. Steven, uh, what about you? Uh, honestly, the, um, the flash in the Indiana Jones movies are the two off season things that are on my mind at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, I just haven't been feeling a whole lot of, a whole lot of really good portal news recently. And we, we've talked about a nauseam that we're not really expecting that in this portal. Yeah. But it's still, you kind of were a little hopeful going in, like, oh, look, maybe we could add four, five, six bodies, and especially on defense, and I'm just not feeling that right now at all.
0: We, we, we got four days for people to get into the portal, and that's what this is. This whole window is for people that can get into the portal. After that, this recruiting is going to go on for the next month or two. Yeah. And people that are looking forward to this acting quickly, um, I think I think it's just kind of a fool's gold at the moment. They kind of confuse a college football transfer portal window with like a soccer transfer window, where it has to be done by that end day.
1: But you got to think the sooner the better for the at the student athlete, right? I mean, the sooner he makes the move, the quicker he can learn the playbook, get a. You know, accustomed to campus, you know,
0: and acclimated
1: in the city. I mean, you got to think the sooner the better.
0: I think the quickest they they can get here is like May twenty eighth.
1: That sounds right. I'm not sure. Yeah, that
0: like and 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 there's a whole bunch of players that are be going to come in and get the playbook and get indoctrinated. So you have time. You have a month to start finding people and signing people. Um, you, You do not have to rush it. Um, but you're absolutely right. I do want to hear some names, especially before the beginning of the summer.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Steven, if, uh, do you believe that if a guy comes in, you know, like you mentioned, got to put your name in the portal now, and that can go on for months. If a guy reaches out to Ole Miss and even let's assume that he's just an absolute take for every program in the nation. So, and he reaches out in August, I mean, do you foresee somebody in late August, you know, or, or maybe mid-August before football, the actual games start, that that guy gets playing time, even if he has the talent to do it?
0: Yeah, I I, I think it's possible. I don't think anybody's going to get in the transfer portal that warrants something like that. I yeah, think I agree I th- with that. Yeah, I, I, before fall camp, everybody that's going to get signed is going to be signed. Now, you're going to see some people that sign up and just get emergency. They drop the ball. They're going FCS um, in August because – the camps have started all over the place, and those coaches aren't dealing with them anymore. But yeah. those FCS schools will will do it. Um, so we'll see exactly how that goes. I, I expect this transfer portal to be all kind of done and dusted by June fifteenth. By second summer, this will be good to go. Yep,
1: yeah, it's kind of. I think it's kind of got to be. So anyway. Mm.
0: Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On on Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. There could be a special guest. We're trying to organize technology to make this happen. If it does, you'll be very impressed. I don't want to give the name right now, but it is something that is an extension on this channel and something everybody can be proud of. Um, lot, a lot of hard work has gone into getting stuff like this. So tune in for that whenever you see it. You'll know when it happens, but we, we are expecting technology permitting that he'll be on at least by the end of the week. It might be Friday. Um, just so it has the weekend so everybody can watch it. Pratt, thank you very much for stopping by today for your weekly segment. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Awesome.
1: See you, man. All right.